Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. Isn't it amazing how little things people tell us, little things we hear in any random context at any point throughout our life can have such a huge impact and even tr- change the trajectory of our lives, change who we are as a person, change the way we behave, change our goals, change everything. And it's usually the negative stuff, at least like for me, you know, like the, the things that people say that, that hit me hard or that offend me in a certain way. And it just ch- it changes everything. And the thing about it is, is like as, as parents of people, as friends of people, we, when we talk to other people, we have no idea what little thing we're going to say that might have a massive impact, negative or positive, depending on how you look at it and depending on how, how the person takes it. We never, un- we never understand what kind of impact it might actually have on that person. And just, we, we really can't, like, we can't control it. You know, we, we talk to people all the time. Oftentimes these people, you know, maybe if you're, if you're a parent, you are going to talk to your son, your daughter very frequently. If you're a friend, you're going to talk to your friend all the time. If you're a spouse, you're going to talk to your spouse frequently. Like we say tons of things to people all the time. We're human beings. We can't control everything perfectly to know what's going to affect somebody, right? But I'm thinking about this. Just a few of the things that were said to me by important people in my life throughout the years. And, um... You know, like the first, I mean, there's way more examples than this, but like the first one that comes to my mind is my dad. Love him to death. I mean, and it's crazy because he was such a, like a good dad in so many different ways, you know, and he still is, he's still alive. And, um, you know, he's just, he's, he's a great dad. And I remember, I'm thinking of one example of one time when he said something to me that just, that hit me so hard and like kind of did alter the the trajectory of my life you know just moving forward and it's funny because I was I think I was maybe 13 years old at the time and um, you know this is growing up in a household see I grew up my, my dad was he was a sports star he was a high-level college basketball player he almost played professionally um, he's a very hard-working man overall he was a successful businessman particularly in the the 90s and early 2000s just a hard-working guy and um, you know we grew up in a small town uh, called Rockford, Iowa, um, you know, kind of made it out of that small town, so to speak, and became even a bit of a star in his hometown, um, you know, then played college basketball in Mississippi, then was in, in Dallas um, for a while working there where he met my mom, then was in Los Angeles where I was born. Um, he played basketball, for example, with some big name stars in Los Angeles. Like he was a sports star. He, he was, always will be a sports star, and he still is, and he loves it, you know. And, of course, me growing up in that environment is his son. I wanted to be a sports star, and he wanted me to be a sports star. And if he tells you, he's like, well, you might tell you, like, well, it wasn't that big a deal. No, he wanted me to be a sports star. He wanted me and my brother to be sports stars. <laughs> and my brother was a little bit more of a sports star than I was, but neither of us were that great. But anyway, and so I remember that um, I was 13 years old. You know, I think it was 13. I think it was in seventh grade, getting ready to go into eighth grade, something like that, you know. And see, at this time, I was I I, I was just I was I was a small kid, you know. I, my dad is a really big, tall guy, six foot seven. Like I said, six foot seven, sports star. You know, he stands out in a crowd because he's so much taller than most people. Um, and I grew really late. You know, if you see me now, yeah, I'm a pretty tall guy. I'm six foot two, not as tall as my dad. You know, I kind of fell in the middle. My mom's about average height. My dad's a monster. I kind of fell more in the middle, still taller than average, but not super super tall. But anyway, and so. 
I was a little kid at the time. I was maybe five foot three and less than a hundred pounds at this time. And most of the other kids were growing early. I was hitting puberty late. Like playing basketball growing up, I had always been a good player in the sense of like I would practice my shooting a lot. You know, I was a good ball handler, a good passer. Wasn't really very good at defense. Wasn't athletic. Just wasn't that good for my age, mainly because I wasn't that athletic at the time. And I really had never been. I remember I was playing basketball with a couple friends in the backyard and my dad was watching us and these friends were you know my same age I had been growing up playing with them I always thought that I was like you know maybe a better player than them up until very recently but then at that time they had grown they were probably both five six inches taller than me way more athletic than me they were just better players overall because of that and I remember my dad just like totally in passing he probably didn't think anything of it at the time but he just said something like I think you're going to have to focus on golf because you're not going to make it in basketball. And this is one of those things. It's it's crazy when we remember, like we remember something that someone, especially someone really important in our life, like my dad, says to us, even when it probably didn't seem like that big a deal to them. Like he, he probably said it. He didn't mean it in like a mean way. He he like he probably wasn't even thinking that much when he said it. Who knows? It was like the end of a long day, whatever. He might have even been like half joking. I don't even remember exactly because he probably he encouraged me so much like throughout other times in my life and my basketball, my sports career. And heck, he even he even defended me. You know, when I was long story short, I was cut from the high school basketball team my last year, and he defended me in that situation, which it was a weird situation. But and to be honest, at that point, I didn't really deserve to make the team, in my opinion, because I hadn't worked that hard for it. But um, but it, I remember, like, in that moment, I just, I remember, you know, you don't remember that much about your childhood or your teen years, but I remember that moment because I remember just, like, like it hit me. Like, oh, my, my dad doesn't think I can be good at basketball or, like, a basketball star, a professional basketball player, which is what, like, I had wanted to be, even though it was probably, you know, as, as kids, you know, we always have these these dreams, right? And... The funny thing is, you know, after that, I was already, you know, he said you should focus on golf, basically. And I was already, I had, you know, been learning to play golf. And anybody who knew me from back then will know that I was, I was a very good golfer. And I did try for a while to play golf in college and play golf professionally. I also never became really very good at that. I still play, and yeah, I'm better than, you know, most people. I mean, I'm better than most random guys at both sports, at basketball and golf, but I was I was very serious. I was very dedicated, very committed, especially to golf in high school. And, and But like I said, I never got that good. Call it a lack of natural talent. Call it a lack of who knows what, but I never got that good, right? And... Um, but it is interesting how, like, from that moment on, that was almost kind of like the turning point where I stopped focusing on trying to be that good of a basketball player and did focus on trying to be a better golfer. And like I said, neither of them worked out. That's the funniest part. <laughs> like, I probably just wasn't destined for sports greatness. You know, some people won't even call golf a sport. But I just probably wasn't destined for greatness in sports. You know, I'm still a decent athlete in certain ways. And it's funny now because I'm just super into fitness, which has a lot to do with athletic insecurities from my childhood and teen years but but it's just amazing how that like I still remember that moment like you don't remember hardly any specific details of when you're 13 years old you know but I remember that exact moment when he said that and it's just crazy how these things like people he could be the best dad ever can say all of the nicest things about me and support me in every way possible but I like remember the one negative thing that he said to me at like the wrong time so to speak. And like I said, I love him and we still have a great relationship. And like, I don't think I've ever actually talked to him about this, but it's just, it's funny how like I specifically remember that thing. So it's really tough for us as parents 
you know, like how do we how do we know? Like how do we know when we're just at one point going to say like something that's going to impact our kids forever? We can't. You know, we're human beings. But anyway, and then I was just thinking of some other examples. You know, see one thing that's really hit me over the over the years is when I've had a few. Okay, so. I talk about this enough on this podcast that I still have kind of like the chip on my shoulder mentality for people that either rejected me in the past or that, um, you know, just in general said that I wasn't wasn't very good or, you know, spoke negatively about me. I still kind of have a chip on your shoulder, prove them wrong type of mentality. And I kind of carry that through life for better or for worse. And like I remember a couple times, one of them was with a friend who I had a falling out with and one of them. Well, it was with my ex-girlfriend, but there were two separate times when, when each of them called me. They said I was not ambitious, and I remember, like, I'm like, what? Because, <laughs> like, I that way it was then that, that it hit me that, like, people have very, very different definitions of the word ambitious. Because I think for them, like, ambitious really meant more, how to, you know, driven to make more money in a career and driven to... Well, essentially a leadership position maybe in an organization that makes more money, mostly related to career and money. And for me, when I had heard ambition, like for me, ambition always meant, you know, um, essentially wanting to become something in life, striving to become something in life that you're not, you know, or that you, that you weren't originally necessarily destined to be or weren't that good at, essentially striving to be the best you can in any particular area. And I'd be like, when I heard them say that they called me to my face, not ambitious in these contexts, I'm like, what? <laughs> you just called me not ambitious? Because like, I'm, I'm like, this is at the point where I've already learned four foreign languages when they both told me this. I'm like, I have so much ambition to do lots of cool things in the world and become a person that's just really freaking cool. And like I do, th- I mean, you know, I have my ups and downs emotionally, but I do think of myself as a cool person for the journey that I've been on in life and the things that I've learned and the, you know, the person that I've become. I mean, essentially by birth and the way I was raised, I was going to just speak English only. Now I speak five languages, you know, and I have a wide range of other talents. And just because at the time, and, and still to this day, I've never made that much money because I never cared that much about it. I actually have a strange feeling, however, that I'm going to probably at some point make a lot of money, may lose it all, who knows, and that doesn't really matter that much to me because I'm not attached to money or material possessions. But um, it was just wild to me because there were two separate contexts when when they said just like very, well, okay, with my ex-girlfriend it was kind of like a, um, a shot in the face type of deal when we were going through our breakup. But um, when she told me, you know, that I just wasn't ambitious, and, I, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, who, what, do you know who you're talking to? Because we just have so much, so different definitions of ambitious, and that was the exact same thing that this other friend of mine told, mine told me in a certain context. He's like, oh, okay, I get it, so you're not ambitious, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even say anything directly to either of them at the time, but I just remember when they said those words, because I'm like, I am and have always been one of the most driven, dedicated, and ambitious in the sense of wanting to grow people that you are ever going to meet. Because like when I hear not ambitious, to me, I just equate that with lazy. 
You know, and you can call me a lot of things in this world. You can call me a lot of different things. You can call me a lot of negative things. You can call me um, overly nervous or anxious. You can call me OCD. You can call me way too uptight. You can call me, you can even call me an a-hole in certain situations. Not that often, but you can call me an a-hole in certain situations. You can call me stupid, definitely, in lots of situations. You can call me lots of different negative things. But you can't call me lazy. Like anybody who knows me well is never going to say that you can call Sean lazy. Like the amount of time, hours and days that I've spent sitting around doing nothing in my life is so little. (laughs) And so like when I heard these two people who were very close to me at the time say, oh, you're not ambitious. (laughs) Like, Like my jaw dropped to the floor. And it wasn't even really something that I had to even react to them or like necessarily try to prove them wrong in their own way. Although I do have insecurities now related to money and status in society because of that. Because just that's, that's the way that I see most people judging your level of ambition, so to speak, is how much money you want, get, and have. But <laughs> just examples of other little things that people say in a random context that we remember forever. Because I'm like, you just, you essentially, they just call me lazy, even though I might be misinterpreting the word, misinterpreting their different definition of ambitious. But I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And they would probably both argue like, no, you're not understanding what I mean by ambitious. And that's fine. It is what it is. But we, we always, you know, a life is, life is not the way it is. It is the way we perceive it, you know? So that's the way that I perceive things. I perceive them as essentially calling me lazy and non-motivated or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, don't any of you ever call me lazy. All right. Any of you listening to this that know me in person, you have the right to call me anything. You can call me anything you want. You can call me any negative thing you want, but you can't call me lazy. All right. That's like the one thing. I, I wanted to, I felt like there was one other thing as well that, that I decided that you can never call me. Uh, now we'll just go with lazy. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah, I, I like to make the claim now that you can't call me unreliable because I'm pretty reliable for everything that I say I'm going to do. Pretty. I'm not 100% yet, but I'm pretty good. But anyway, like at, at least as a bottom line, you can't call me lazy. Okay, Call me anything you want, but you can't call me lazy. And it's just amazing how these little things that people say out of a random context affect us forever. But anyway, reflect on that. Reflect on the things that people have told you in the past, maybe in a totally random context, that have shaped who you are today. And um, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.